Hello and welcome to the Travel Agent Interview. I am your host, Megan Chaffa, and I am here with my husband, Joe. Welcome back, honey. Hey, thanks for having me. It's great to be back. We are sitting in Brighton, United Kingdom, which is England, and we are sitting in the marina. Our hotel is lovely, and all the boats are decorated with Christmas lights. So it's a lovely place to be out in the patio, and I'm happy to be sharing it with you while our kids are in bed. I am also happy that our kids are in bed. <laughs> You're not happy to be spending it with me? Oh, no, me? I'm happy to be with you, too, but to be with you in the quiet, on the balcony, while the kids are in bed, it's kind of the whole package. Yeah, thank you. Although the crazy ABBA music in the background is a little strange, but I'm the sure gin and tonics are good. It, so. If it helps, you could put some ABBA music on in the background to this podcast. That'd be great. With some waves, some sound effect waves. That'd be good. Well, we are here to just do a quick podcast before Christmas so that we don't leave people hanging to let you know that there will be more episodes coming in 2018, but we are taking a holiday break. I specifically am taking a holiday break from the podcast to both give some attention to my clients that are traveling and most importantly, spend time with my family and to make sure that we you know, have this time together and put off work for a little bit so we can spend time together. But in 2018, we have some great things lined up, but I guess before I get to that, I would like to tell some funny Christmas stories that we have, because tis the season. Here's a story from my childhood that features my father, who has a lead foot, as my mother would say, and I have heard has had to repeat traffic school because of some speeding violations, one of which happened to come as my family of seven being my parents and my five siblings were in our Ford Sable station wagon. You remember this one, Joe, with the seats that flipped up in the back and you faced backwards? I never had it, but I was envious of my friends who got the seat <laughs> facing backwards in the station wagon. Oh, man, we had good times in the station wagon. And um, it had the bar of lights in the front. That's how we always knew a pickup, that it was our mom in our station wagon versus the other one. The Ford Sable had the bar of lights versus the individual lights. But anyway, all five kids probably... You know, all under 12, I'm guessing. We were pretty young. We all had Santa hats on, including my parents, on our way to church. And we were speeding. Specifically, my father was speeding. And we got pulled over. And as we're waving to our friends, who are now honking, because they see us pulled over in all of our Santa hats, the cop walks up to us, also in a Santa hat, and... You know, motions for my dad to roll down the window, and he says, ho, 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 license and registration. And my dad had a little chuckle and then handed him all of his everything. My dad thought that the Santa hats and the kids singing carols and all these things would get him out of the ticket. It did not, and I think it is then that he had to repeat traffic school. So that's our funny Christmas story. Sorry, Dad, but I told you it was coming. And, um, yeah, it's a good, fond memory that we like to bring up all the time. Do you have any, babe? do have one. Uh, I have a bit of a military background, and if you don't know anything about lieutenants in the military, at least where I was working, lieutenants are supposed to be excellent at their job, but they're also supposed to do ridiculous things to raise morale in the unit, and we raised these lieutenants a little too well. And <laughs> the lieutenants got a hold of the roster, found out where everyone in the unit lived, and drove around town like the Grinch, stealing everyone's outdoor Christmas decorations before Christmas. Making our kids pretty sad. Yeah, it was kind of awful <laughs> after putting so much time into stringing Christmas lights and 
you know, all those inflatable light-up things one puts in one's yard to walk outside and find none of it. Well, then we finally got to our unit holiday party, and the place was immaculately decorated they with all of these job. decorations <laughs> that they stole from all of us. And the cost to get your stuff back was to go up front and sing a Christmas carol into the microphone. So I thought they did a fantastic job, and I did sing, and we did get our stuff back. And uh, props to them for doing something uh, really pretty great leading up to Christmas. And uh, Getting yeah, everyone to participate. All, all things considered, Forcefully. I thought it was a pretty good story. There were a few days there where our house was looking pretty sparse, but it was worth it. It was worth it. Thanks, babe, for participating in that funny segment. Well, just a, a preview of 2018. There are some really neat podcasts coming up. Uh, specifically, I want to talk about a friend of mine from college named John Dennis. He is a certified counselor. He's in the Harrisburg area, and he actually has a podcast going on for um, for listeners to you know maybe find mental health support where they might not have been able to or weren't willing to approach someone that does that sort of support. But he comes onto the program and talks about the benefits and well of and wellness aspects of travel and getting out of your everyday routines, specifically as it relates to couples and family and, and newlyweds and how a six-month checkup is really important. So that's really exciting coming up. And then an update will be happening with Keith and Martha Powell. And they do wine tourism. Specifically, they do a winemaker's cruise each year. And for 2018, they are doing a winemaker's river cruise. And that is on the Sign and Mosul, I believe, in Germany. And they only have one cabin left on that. They sell really quick. So I will give information in the show notes about that. Their 2018 winemaker's cruise, which is featuring a Nebraska winemaker, I believe, is going to start in Boston and go up through Canada. And it's really going to be uh, both a great lineup of winemaker, food pairings, tastings, viticulture, all those things that you get to learn about uh, on top of the ports that are just historic and, and wonderful. So that's coming up. And then we'll also have some other guests that are scheduled to be interviewed, including um, a couple, or I should say a pair, that does exclusively pole dancing cruises where you can learn to do pole dancing, improve your skills, improve flexibility, all these sort of things, all aboard a beautiful Royal Caribbean ship. So some exciting things that are coming into the new year. And we should be back shortly after New Year's. But until then, we are in Brighton. We'll have an episode coming up in the new year about Brighton and our experience here and what families can do here. Um, just to give you a little bit of a highlight and the things that we're living so far, we explored the Brighton Sea Life Center. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and its history, Joe? Just a little, little elevator pitch on that? Sure. Yeah, the uh, Sea Life Center is an aquarium, is what most cities would call it. Um, it's built in an underground arcade, so it's kind of a glorified basement, but it's really glorified. It's it's really a, just a beautiful piece of architecture. Well, that makes there. sense when you consider it was built for a ballroom originally. That's right. Yeah, 1872, I think, is when it was first opened. Yep. And uh, and it was a ballroom, and since then it's had about about a dozen different lives before it became an aquarium just a few years ago. Um, and it's uh, it's great for a number of reasons. So our kids, as if you've listened, you know they're six and two. Uh, and I thought it was really age-appropriate mm-hmm. for our kids. It mm-hmm. was big enough that there was lots to see and do, but it was small enough that I never got the sense that I was going to lose my kids, who lately have uh, taken to sort of running away yeah, um, we've got without runners. notice. Uh, but it's not so big that you can't track them down. Um, and it's also arranged, and it, it's not one way. You can cer- certainly circle back, but there is a path that you can follow throughout the entire 
venue that I thought was really helpful. So you always know that your kids are just uh, sort of one corner away when they ran away. Um, so I thought that was great. Um, the Sea Life was uh, was really pretty impressive for the size of the place, I thought. Uh, we really enjoyed that. Uh, and then they had a number of interactive uh, things that you could do. So we got to see the turtles being fed. We paid a little extra money to do the glass bottom boat where you got to go over the top of the tank and look through the floor to see the sea life. And then also there was the um, the touch and feel tank mm-hmm. where you could touch starfish and, uh, and anemones. And my, my kids really love those in particular. Yeah, but we'll get the kids on the program to talk about that because they're hilarious and their reactions are pretty funny. So we'll get them on the program at another time. But Thanks for giving us a little rundown on the Brighton Sea Life Center. Just one last thing, as a lot of Americans, as the majority of listeners of this program are Americans, I just wanted to give one uh, little safety tip for traveling internationally, especially over the holidays. There's a program that your State Department puts out. It is called the STEP program, which is the Smart Traveler Enrollment Program. And that is a way for you to register where you will be. So... Heaven forbid there's an emergency, an earthquake, natural disaster, terrorism, whatever it might be. It is a starting list for the State Department to say these are the people we know are in the area and now we must go find them. So that's a good way for you to ensure that you can be found should something go wrong. So we're not anticipating anything. Just um, that's something that I tell all of my clients and have all of my clients do. And so if you, um, my American listeners, happen to hear this, that's a good uh, a good thing for you to register for. And it's just step.gov, I believe is the website. And I will put that in the show notes. Until then, it's going to be a short podcast. And I, we just want to take a minute to say Merry Christmas. And I wanted to have you in the program, Joe, because you're, you've been supportive through these six months or so of experimental podcasting. So thank you and Merry Christmas to you. Thanks for doing this with me. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Thanks for having me once again, and uh, Merry Christmas to anyone who's listening. Happy New Year, and uh, we hope to talk to you soon. Yeah, great. Until then, this is Megan Chapa of the Travel Agent Interview saying good night. <laughs>